You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. So you are surrounded, of course, you're on the castle ward, so high above you, you can see on the beginnings of a bit of a cliffside, uh, you can see the castle water deep, this grand fortress-like structure. And then you are making your way through the castle ward, which is actually quite nice. The streets here are rather expansive. It is very clean and tidy. Still very tightly packed in certain locations. Think of this very much like fantasy London, where apart from the main streets and alleyways, not all the alleyways are even open to the sky. There are certain upper floors of uh, most buildings around here are at least three or four stories tall. And many of them are very tightly packed into clumps so that uh, there's the main streets that go through. And then of course you have alleyways, but sometimes those alleyways go essentially underneath upper floors that join above, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And other times the alleyways are so narrow that only at midnight or midday does light actually extend down to the bottom. Moving past, it's very quiet. You can hear, you know, people having their quiet... uh, on the upper levels above the storefronts around you as you make your way across the cobblestone streets you pass a couple of patrols of city watch so the city watch (laughs) you'll be getting to know them of Mm. course they have got very sort of fantasy london police officer type Mm. garb because their helmets are very conical you know, and uh, and raised, and uh, which which are always steel, and they've got tabards over their splint mail, which is uh, actually green and gold. So you know, very Australian. They normally only carry crossbows and big truncheons and bucklers. And most City Watch are quite diverse in their, well, first of all, their ethnicity, but also um, their racial makeup. So mm. as you see a, a City Watch patrol ambling by, there's six of them. There's a halfling, there's a dwarf, there's an elf, there's a human. It's, you know, they're, they're a very, what we would think is almost a comical look as they sort of trundle on by. They give you a little bit of a suspicious look because you are armed people out and about in the streets after dark. But apart from that, you're not, you're not bothered. As you make your way down towards the Dock Ward district, which is where, of course, the Skewered Dragon is, you do come upon an alleyway that has been cordoned off by the City Watch. And there's a, a few onlookers that are there. You can see there was, a, there was a wagon driver that stopped to have a bit of a, a bit of a looky-loo at what's going on. You can see that there's eight bodies. Clearly, and you can see very, very much straight away that this was a gang war between the Zentarum and the Xanathargil because they both look like thugs. Male, female, dwarf, elf, orc, uh, but they're all dressed in the respective colours and garb of their faction. And when I say cordoned off, they've essentially just got this red rope mm. that's the, equi- the Waterdeep equivalent of police tape, which is mm. unfortunately impedes your your journey a little bit. It's going to take you an extra 15 minutes out of your way. Yes, sir? Uh, as an urchin, I have city secrets. Oh, my. familiar with how secret cities are laid out and secret ways to navigate them, back alleys and shortcuts, and others, uh, other ways that others would find difficult. When not in combat, if you are leading, you can easily navigate the city and travel between two locations twice as fast as your normal speed would allow. Fantastic. Well, coming to what seems to be an obstacle, and you can see that there's a short female human with pale skin and curly black hair who says, there's like, move on, nothing to see here. You just take her as at her leave and I... go around to a side alley, which you know there is a secret way, which actually will allow you to cut some corners and get there. I will say, though, though it is unlikely, it is quite possible the man we're trying to find has fallen afoul here, may have been drunkenly caught up in this crossfire. And probably worth our while just checking the bodies just to eliminate the possibility. 
I'm sure I can finagle this. It won't take a minute. There are three living, blood-drenched humans that have been, you know, essentially put down to their knees and have had their... Four living, blood-drenched humans. <laughs> oh, well, she's Sorry. half elf, but... In the, in, the, in the alleyway, it looks like in this particular engagement, the Zentarum one, they just essentially have black leather armor and they, they all look like mm. thugs. They have their arms bound behind their back right now and the City Watcher being relatively, uh... Well... I mean, they're not being gentle, but they're not being, you know, brutal, brutal, brutal either. They're just, uh, trussing them up to be carried away. So, as a charlatan, yes. I have a fake idea. Identity, and my fake identity is a sort of a commissioned officer. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and a, sort of... Of, of a non-specific military non non-specific military thing, and noble, that is my fake identity. Okay. So, and that includes the City Watch. Somewhere like a military overseeing the City Watch. You know, like the useless commissioned officers who, who actually just get in the way all the time. Okay, so looking at the structure of Waterdeep, you could potentially be a member of the City Guard, which yeah. is different. So the Watch That's... are like the, the beat cops that mm. go around in the inner neighbourhoods. The Guard mostly man the walls, and person the walls, I'm sorry. And also are the more elite of the military That's it, so like a minor, a minor nobility who has sort of, you know, basically been commissioned into this place, and I play the part very well. I play the role well as sort of a slightly foppish individual but my obviously being part of a criminal syndicate it's useful to occasionally be able to yeah. uh, infiltrate myself so using that could I uh, just try and sort of essentially bluff my way past the guard just want to check the bodies make sure it's nothing related to the wall watch if you like anyway. so we'll say that you have a fake uh, yeah. city guard badge I also have a forger's kit well, in so that case, you definitely have a, a, a flashing very quickly. It's yeah. dark. They don't have time mm -hmm. to see it. And so that's that's great. So in that case, then the watch officer looks you up and down and says, "Yeah, all right." Just allows you through. Inspector coming through. Okay, they just sort of move the move the cordoned off area, and uh, you you go in. You can see the bodies. I mean, it just looks like a street fight between. They don't match the description, though. Definitely not. No. Well, it was worth. It. I know. Out of game, we probably know this, but in game, you know, you're looking for a person. Here's a great big bloody brawl right near where we're going. I mean, this is very that true. would explain why he disappeared. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I mean, this is this is a bit closer to where you're starting from when you end up, but mm. still, it's a worth a worthwhile uh, thing to invest in. And it also then, establishes my side identity. And indeed. And while this is happening, of course, Ben, your knowledge of the city streets is such that you take this time to really calculate the best way to get there, and so you do. Um, so you make your way down to the dock ward. As soon as you get down there, the entire neighborhood changes. It becomes much more grim and grimy. This is probably the worst neighborhood in Waterdeep. There are tall, densely packed tenements that leave most of the neighborhood in shadow at ground level. So narrow are the streets and alleys here. Most of the street lamps here have had their glass smashed and the candles inside stolen because most candles here are lit with uh, ever bright candles with uh, continual light spells and these ones have all been nicked so there's a bit more of the smell of salt air and excrement lingering as you pass by rows of rundown buildings as you get down to the corner of Zastro Street and Phillip Lane, assuming that you are in fact going in the most uh, direct route possible, you can see one shop that really stands out. First of all it is a deep purple. It is painted in a deep purple facade. Its window, outside outside the window, hangs a stuffed beholder, like an actual taxidermied beholder. Not a Jesus. huge one, only about eight feet across, but still. It is, and is it one of those bad taxidermies <laughs> where like some of the eyes are just like off kilter? Yes, it's, 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 they've used the wrong eyes. These are googly eyes, and there are so many eyes to have that happen with, of course. So, above the door it's hangs very unnerving. Yes, more than usual. Ab above the door, there is a huge sign, uh, which elaborate 
letters uh, spell out Old Zoblob Shop. Old Zoblob Shop. Old Zoblob Shop. Does Bob Loblo work there? Bob Loblo's Old Zoblob Shop. You have no idea. It's on the way to the Skewer Dragon. Anybody that wants to actually can give me a perception check, please. Well, I have perception. There is potentially, as this store catches your eye, you 23. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I won't even bother then. Okay. No, that's okay. So so any who got 20 or above uh-huh. notices a couple of things that are very interesting indeed. Mm-hmm. First of all, you can see that in the mud, next to the entrance of the, st- of the or the window, I guess, of the old Zoblob shop, you can see that there is in fact a partially trampled symbol of Sunni. Uh-huh. A necklace, a, a holy symbol. Also, looking at the wall and the cracked barrel next to it, you can see there's a blood stain on the wall. And there are basically there are signs of a skirmish, a, a brief one, but a skirmish nonetheless. Hmm. You can see some little droplets of blood on the wall. You can see some uh, cracked flagstones, and one of the barrels has been uh, has been broken. Hmm. Oh, so, Just in case there's anything around, I, I go into yeah. stealth. Uh, Sunni. Hmm? You have religion. The I goddess do. of love. So nineteen, just to be hidden at the moment. Excellent. Which of just course. Yeah, absolutely. And you were told yeah. by Volo that the, it, it matches very much the holy symbol that uh, Floon is mm. supposed to wear, even though he's not a priest himself. So, so, yeah. This might be him. Could be. I, I pull I pull the symbol out of the mud and then mm. point at the blood on the floor and say, might be taken. Shall I talk to the shopkeeper just to... Uh... Would they be home? I mean... Do they do The store appears to be open. Perhaps um, its lights are on inside and there is no lock there's no closed sign on the front. Since you are so good at finding clues, perhaps if you search out here and I shall go in and talk to I the mean, I have just proprietor. Out there's a blood stain on the wall and I found a I'll tell symbol you, in the mud. With, with that perception check, I'll tell you you found everything you can yeah. find out here. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that was good. So, like, you, the host is just like, I did. <laughs> Round of good, good work. Okay, so who? Uh, so that's one of the reasons that the store stands out so much is because it's the only one that seems to be you know inhabited and well lit. There are other lights on in the upper stories, like above the store, which is where a lot of people live. But on the ground floor, this seems to be the only. And if obviously because this is the direction you came to get there, if you are going to be going from the dock ward to the castle ward, this is the route that you would take, and it's not mm. too far away from the skewer dragon, which is only basically at the end of this street. So what do you do? I will go talk to the proprietor. As you walk in the door, you can see that the entirety of the interior of the store is purple. Like the flagstones on the ground are painted purple and dyed purple. The walls are painted purple. It is a trinket shop. It is essentially a shop of curiosities, curios and trinkets. Surrounding the walls, you can see all sorts of odds, ends, oddities and relics. And each of them, once again, painted or dyed purple. purple. Sitting sitting on, cross-legged, on the counter, you can see that there is a shriveled, bald gnome. A male gnome who is sitting there sucking on essentially a hoopah. Hookah? A, a hookah, pardon mm-hmm. me, sorry. A gnome sitting there sucking on a hookah, once again, purple. And the smoke that billows out of his nostrils as he exhales as you enter is, once again, Purple. Always a purple person. So he sits there cross-legged, like a guru, on the on the counter of his I store. People who make their favourite colours part of their whole identity. <laughs> like it's just a colour man. Calm down. It's a very Lewis Carroll vibe going mm-hmm. on right now. Yeah. So as you walk in, this gnome looks looks up at you after exhaling from the uh, whatever strange lavender-scented pipe weed that they were smoking on, and says, "Hello." 
Greetings and welcome to my store of curiosity and oh. curios. And he gives you that creepy, that mm-hmm. creepy grin that only gnomes can do, where their faces are a bit like rubber and just oh. a bit too wide. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh wait, no, no. His eyes it's, boggle. It's yes. a Dr. Seuss smile. Indeed. Oh, it, it's it a most, Grinch smile. It is a Grinch smile. Yeah. It's like the Grinch crossed with Gwynplaine, crossed with the Purple <laughs> Man. I actually, just none uh, of which are good. From being stealthed in the corner, you actually just hear like a. <laughs> Like a <laughs> snort, love laughter at just his entireness. <laughs> right. Feel free to peruse my wares. I trust that you will find something that delights or tickles your fancy. <laughs> Speaking of fancy tickling, <laughs> he giggles again. We're looking for information about a scuffle that may have occurred outside last night or sometime between that then and that then and now. Okay, he sort of narrows his eyes for a second and says, uh, And why would I know of any such incident were it to have occurred? Because you are within close proximity and look like someone who knows things. <laughs> you may make... Uh, Don't you know? You may make your persuasion check. Yeah. He also looks like he's pretty fucking stoned half the time, so... That is a 12 plus 7 equals 19. Well, I suppose I can recall. I And he, and he just looks so pleased with himself for a moment and says... I do have eyes on the street. <laughs> and he points at the stuffed beholder as if mm-hmm. like he has to explain the joke. So no, I got it. It was very funny because of the beholder, you see. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so he just sort of shuffles and gets off the counter and wanders around smoking on. He, he, he now pulls out a pipe. He's as bad as that wizard was. <laughs> and he says, uh, <clears throat> "Living up the stereotype." So there were two uh, handsome young men, both quite similar in appearance, uh, short-length red hair, one more smartly dressed than the other, that were walking past uh, arm-in-arm, drunkenly, uh, uh, finishing the beers that they were consuming as they wandered down the road before they were accosted. By whom? By men in dark clothing and dark armour. Now, I saw one detail that I took to be notable was that at least two of the thugs that accosted them had tattoos of black-winged snakes on their person, one quite prominently on his upper neck, the other on the hand he used to choke one of the poor men into unconsciousness. As I suspected, a gentleman of excellent visual acuity, aren't you? Indeed. Not give me a compliment, is it? No, he, he grins. Plus also I have a magic thing that lets me see out of the beholder's eyes on the street. That sounds astoundingly useful. As are many of my trinkets, he says, once again gesturing wide with his arms. <laughs> Maybe you too could find something to delight. Which way did they go? Um, well, they went away. Uh, down the road, of course. Which way did they go? He sort of he sort of points generally towards the end of the street, like to, sort of sort of towards the skewered dragon. Right of the shop. Mm-hmm. This one's rude, isn't he? <laughs> from the shelves, you hit a little bit. <laughs> he's, had, just, he's had a big night. Give give him a break. It just like cuts to the like Hurst's hand, just clenches and unclenches into a fist. <laughs> just, you, my dear, you're covered in filth. Allow me to present to you something that may intrigue. And he holds forth a pair of boots, like just regular black leather boots. These boots will never get dirty. <laughs> well, as I am, I don't think it really matters. Time <clears throat> is a factor here. Surely some other curiosity Well then start speaking a little bit more quickly then. (laughs) I am trying to maintain control of my temper and not do anything that I will regret. (laughs) 
Can we continue on now? I have a fishing hook that wiggles like a worm. I feel like this guy would be a good leaving. person to party with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I will thank him and promise that I'll return to patronise his store with my custom at a future date. Okay. He, no- and, he nods uh, and... The, the time is of the essence. Is, of course, of course. druidic friend correctly points out. Of course, of course. Please, be on your way. Are the boots mm. free? No. Oh, well, I'm not interested then. See ya. While I understand the uh, the delights of bargaining, starting with zero is not going to get us anywhere. Well, consider me a bargain hunter, because I often get things for zero pretty much all the time. Can we go? Anyway, I'll be off now. With that, Definitely you haven't stolen anything. So you leave Bye. the sh- So <laughs> You leave the shop, and I and now, are you going to make your way down towards the skewered dragon? I want to see what Chez stole first. <laughs> Can I roll randomly for like one small Ooh, trinket? Wait a minute now, sure. for real? Are you trying to stay? You're stealing from the shore? That beholder is oh, going to come alive and oh eat man. you. Oh man! Uh, you can like just something minor. Okay, give me that. Like a pen. Well, the pen's the most valuable thing. You have no idea what that pen can do. Actually, it's mine. The swords. Okay, okay. Can you give me give me a stealth check? So yes, sir. If she succeeds, she could probably roll a percentile dice. There is a list. Oh, I have no, no. Oh yeah, you I have, have an expanded <laughs> table. Don't worry. Ooh, that was. As they say in French, a bad roll. Look, <laughs> bad roll. <laughs> so, um, do I have any inspiration? You, you all do. You all have inspiration. You're spending inspiration. On this. <laughs> she doesn't get eaten by the beholder. Well, don't forget, if she fails, it might mean the store and a seizure trying to steal yeah, something, yeah. right? So that's actually worse. Oh, than, still uh, not fantastic. Sixteen. <laughs> no, be, that's could have done better. No, that that's perfectly fine. He's a little looking forward to meeting Nadia's next character. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't heal after. <laughs> yeah, the lot <lock> twin. <laughs> He's a triplet. <laughs> okay, so. There are, you steal what appears to be an old rusted <laughs> compass. There is, in what? fact, a small red pea-sized crystal, which looks to be made out of some kind of quartz or something, something not particularly valuable. And you notice that the compass always points to where the pea is. Oh, that's useful. <laughs> that means you can find your way back through places. You leave the pea and then the compass will point back to it. Or you put it on someone. Or you put it on someone and follow them. That's actually super Ooh. useful. When you say P, is it actually a No, it's, P, it's P-sized. Okay. So think of a small, of a small little piece of red. Sorry, <laughs> I was just like, it's just a P. It was <laughs> funny. We were talking yesterday about how if one of our characters died, we'd have to bring in the third unknown triplet. And we made a reference to Charmed, where supposedly they were taken away. Yeah. Oh, but the, the, actress, stuff. the actress actually got fired for stealing yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. exactly what happens to you. That's amazing. All right, then. So you make your way down. Now, now, I mean, obviously you... So it seems as though they were taken by... Zentarum. The Zentarum. Mm. So it would seem. Okay. Well, so you can make your way, trail. So you can make your way to the Skewered Dragon to ask around to see if you can get any more information there. Or you can ask some of the locals. If can they know anyone they, track? If anyone mm-hmm. happens to know when... Well, tracking wouldn't really work because, I mean, the... the the traffic during the day of the footprints. But too. blood. There um, is blood. There may be spatters of blood. It may still be around if anyone has particularly keen senses or a spell that can enhance such things. Actually, yes. that's Because that. people will step all over footprints, but the blood can remain. Does anybody else have any amount of survival? No. Uh, yeah, I've does. got plus four. All right. Well, actually, you know what? Let's do it. Let's give it a go. Give me, give me a survival Without some blood. All right. I will, in that case, confer guidance. As th- we're going to need every amount of blood. <laughs> yeah. you can get. So did you just D4? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you were a wolf, this would be absolutely ridiculously easy. Uh, that's oh, a natural 20. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's a little bit jacked, but that's a natural 20. Wow. 
That is amazing. All right. You sniff it out. This is like, her sort of sighs heavily because, you know, this is... That is amazing. That is so great. Okay. So, wow. Well done. All right. In that case, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. You definitely find one footprint around, amongst the dozens and dozens that litter the cobblestone streets that is smeared with a little bit of blood clearly from the person that was accosted just outside the store. Following this trail of blood, you actually don't go terribly far at all. It's in this exact neighborhood, but you go down a very small, thin lane. For those that are familiar with the streets, which of mm -hmm. course is Ben's character, you know this is called uh, Candle Lane. Candle Lane. Mm -hmm. He was a chandler, so that makes perfect sense. Due, due to the, f but the reason it's called that is because it has one single street lamp candle that lights it, as opposed to the, uh, you know, the other street lights that are all outside. But this one is always maintained. You can see that this is mostly a ramshackle location full of warehouses. The trail itself leads up to one of the rundown buildings that is something like a warehouse, okay? So it stands at the back of an outer yard behind a very high wooden fence. The gate on the fence doesn't appear to be locked. The building, just looking at it, you can see the building has basically about three points of entry. You've mm -hmm. got uh, essentially like a main, almost warehouse style, large double door, which, which, which could be used to, you know, drag an entire wagon in and all that kind of thing. You have a smaller front door that's just in this little stony courtyard past the fence. Mm. And of course, then there's the option of, I don't know, sneaking in an upper an upper story or you can knock and ask to be allowed in whatever you, whatever you want to do I can climb and sneak mm -hmm. as an idea how do people feel about that I think it's a clever idea good for getting good for getting information mm. you need to know what's what get a lay of the land so just, just just kind of doing a little bit of a scout around. Like there's a couple yeah. of side streets you can kind of go down to get a little bit of a lay of the land. You can also see that there are some windows on the upper floor, but there are no windows on the ground floor. What do you do? So there's double wooden doors, and then on the opposite side of the building, there's a main door? Yeah, so you go through the big open gates, which are not locked, by the way, and you're in the small stone, and you would be in the, in the stone courtyard. In front of you would be the large sort of warehouse style door, you know? You can open them up. They're about you know ten feet by fifteen feet across, and then but then to the left as you turn to once going past the gates, you've got the main front entrance. There is a candle burning above the door, clearly a continual light spell as well. Apart from that, there is lights coming from within the building. Obviously, there are either people home or people that have uh, set up light sources within the building itself. Should I go for a bit of a jaunt then? Well, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, but before you do, Tamara grants the blessing upon you so that no blood will find your body again. <laughs> and then I shall bestow upon you a uh, blessing of the trickster, which gives you advantage on, on uh, dexterity stealth checks for one hour. Oh, wow. Yes. That is awesome. Uh, I assume I would roll stealth first and then acrobatics to get on up. I'll, I'll be honest and say that if you want to climb to the second floor mm -hmm. and sneak in through the window. Mm -hmm. The climb check won't really be worth rolling. It's not, it's, it'd be very, very easy. Oh, okay, so that's fine. It'll also athletics. It'll mostly be a, it'll be a, it would, would be athletics, but I'll, it'll oh, be a stealth check. The, it's not whether you can do it, it's whether you have the time to do it. You're not mm -hmm. scrambling, so you'll definitely do it, but it'll be whether you do it sneakily. So yeah. it's a stealth check. Okay, well that's fine anyway. There you have advantage. So stealthily, that, that's awesome. advantage, mm. which I need. And the second one is a natural 20. Nice. Okay. Jesus you, you are very no, literally Tamora, goddess of luck. <laughs> you are very literally a thief in the night and you scale the outside, the fog descending below I've found you. that blood actually helps with camouflage. <laughs> oh my God. You still have dry blood. Yeah. 
It dries to a nice kind of brownish colour and helps you blend into the shadows. <laughs> it is pattern disruptive. Fantastic. So the disruptive camouflage. As soon as you get up to the window on the second floor, you can see that the second floor actually has kind of a circular internal balcony. There is an actual word for that in buildings and offices. What do you call it? A upper? mezzanine. Mezzanine. Thank you so much. It has a mezzanine inside yeah. that leads down into the main floor. So, so the mezzanine goes around. There's a wooden balcony, etc. And you can see that there's a couple of dusty offices upstairs. But where the action mostly is coming from is downstairs. And you can see what looks to be a bald, pale woman. Mm-hmm. Who, with who, she has her head shaved and she's dressed in black armor mm-hmm. and has a tattoo of a black winged snake which is the symbol of the Zintarum mm-hmm. on her hand which she's pointing at three creatures which you probably haven't seen much of before but they are Kenku they are essentially mm. humanoid crows they're pretty rare aren't they they're quite rare but there are enough of them in sort of roguish circles that you are familiar with them they are very interesting mm. because they can only speak by perfectly mimicking phrases they've heard other people say. Mm-hmm. So they are essentially a tape recorder. Um, yes. they, they can core and they can make sounds. They have permanent uh, racial echolalia. Yes, exactly so. To the point where even their names are sometimes things like a mm. blacksmith hammer ringing or a dog barking. Like, wow. it's just these sounds that they make. So right now they're annoying the woman who is apparently, seems to be kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, they also are in black, black leather armor and hoods and so forth. By the way, there are 12 dead bodies in here. Once again, these appear to be Zentarum, including the Kenku. Uh, uh, sorry, pardon me, pardon me. What I'm doing as well is I have a, a little kind of ink pen that I use to draw on my inner forearm the layout, layout and blueprints and lo- where locations of where people are, counts and numbers and details and stuff as well. Oh, sorry, one second. So okay. Kenku's a playable race and they suddenly yes. got a whole lot more interesting to me. Just to mm. know that that's all uh-huh. they can do is repeat I'm so people's. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm getting the faction confused. Please allow me to just completely redo that. So, sure. sure. As you look down into the main room, you can see, as mentioned, the Kenkus, okay? Mm-hmm. And, but the, 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 the woman who remains, the, the faction that won this skirmish is mm-hmm. actually the, the Xanathar Gil, not the oh. Zens. So she has a tattoo of an eye on her neck. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, she's a pale Caucasian woman with sh- closely cropped yep. black hair, dark leather armor, which is dyed a little bit purple and basically just looks like a rogue herself. She has a cloak and hood and such and so forth. She's pointing at the Kenku going, shut up, I mean it, shut up. And the Kenku replies, shut up, I mean it, shut up. Except for 12 of them do it. Oh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. So the three of them are just doing this whole thing, you know? Wow. One of the other ones just crosses its uh, feathered arms and says, you stay back here, you're the most worthless. He didn't even say that. They just shrug as if to say, if I can say it. (laughs) So she's just getting really frustrated. But look, there is a bloodbath down there. Like they are are walking through pools of blood and there's, whatever went on, the the Xanathar Guild won, but man, barely. Sorry, that's what you see. You're right. It also seemed, by the way, uh, that apart from them in the main room downstairs, uh, there's not much, I mean, there's not a lot going on upstairs as far as other people. There's some offices in there which you can sort of barely see in through the windows of the the doors, etc. But you think that's where the main action is? Uh, Should I, I mean, could I continue to sneak through and get more of a layout? It's completely your choice. You can definitely do that if you want. To. Well, I haven't spotted the guy or anything really no, yet. No, there's so. still a lot to search on the upper floors, but it's a matter of whether or not you got caught and were uh, a round or two away from your friends being able to join you. 
Yeah, I think I'd still like to try to search one more area if I can. At least sticking to the upper floors, perhaps. Yeah. Okay, well, that's perfectly fine. Yes, I feel like it's going to be more useful for us to have a greater view of things. We can avoid the air, mostly just so we can avoid the areas. Yeah, absolutely. And our job is not to get in there and kill everyone, it's to rescue a dude. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. We and need to me. just avoid everything yeah. that, you know, could possibly kill us. Because we're plebs at this stage. Yeah. We're level one. Plebs. At this low level, you want to be as cautious and as discerning as you possibly can. So, with that then, Nadia, are you going to try to uh, break in to the place rather than just peering in through the window? Yeah, I need to get up there, okay. so... Okay, I'm going to need a thieves tool check to get through the lock on the window. Slide of hand? No, no, this is actually... So, you have proficiency in it because you have proficiency in thieves tools. So, this is the equivalent of lock picking. Although, lock picking isn't a skill. So, what am I rolling for it then? So, it would be five. Like most of your decks. Play. So dexterity plus thieves tools, yeah. which is yeah. plus two. It just allows you to do certain things, doesn't it? Mm. Like the forgery kit. Yeah. Yeah. Confusingly, some not well, not confusingly. It makes perfect sense. Some some proficiencies aren't skills, like disguise and thieves tools and such. So, what was your check result? Uh, quite bad. <laughs> so, uh, ten. Ten. You you're not really able to pick the lock. Okay. So you can, your choices are to give up and come back or to smash the window up instead. I'm going to give up and come back. Okay. It's too risky. That's fine. Uh, because of your incredible stealth check in getting there, I'm going to say that you definitely uh, managed to get back safely as well. So soon Jez returns to you and informs you of all the, that she has seen. What do you do? Show them the map on the arm and then say, sorry guys, I tried, but you know, pretty good locks up there. So do we try and sneak around ourselves or do we cost the survivor? We sneak. We could Can we sneak? I mean, I'm fairly good at it. I don't know about the rest of you. Mm. I am not stealthy. That's the problem. <laughs> Tamora will be able to offer some assistance there. Well, I don't know how much assistance Tamora can offer. <laughs> She's only a god after all. <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, my well, stealth is plus two. Like, it's not negative, but I'm just... Okay. I'm, I'm just... Uh, look, I'm... D&D is D &D, D &D, the version where yeah, if you get enough group stealth, it's okay. We cover for the other thing. I That's think, I, I feel we could probably do it. We're quite small or quite skilled, most of well, us. Well, something else to point out, I'm like seven feet tall. You know yeah. for a fact that they are just, you know, in the in the main room downstairs behind the main door. If you if you do successfully sneak in, that'll allow you to get the drop on them and have a surprise attack, mm -hmm. potentially. We um, could also distract them, keep them in one particular area and yes. make it a bit easier for us to get around. Mm -hmm. could light a small fire outside and no. suddenly distract them. I have a, I have a plan for that one. All right, okay. then. Well, then perhaps we move into contingencies, the distraction, yep. and then the sneaking and lockpicking. Do you see any other doors or windows, uh, Jess? Yeah, I mean, I just kind of describe what I saw exactly to, to yeah. help, so... That's a that's a very good point, in fact. So, so there's uh, windows upstairs. Yeah. And large there. So not on the lower level, and on the upper level there is. No, so in fact, there's only, there's, there's only the front entrance. Oh. Okay. If, if there is a, another entrance or exit anywhere, it is uh, hidden. Nadia, you know from looking at it that the warehouse door is not barred or locked. Excellent. Okay. All right. Just blast the, the front door. You the front door. You have no idea. Okay. So getting a look. Uh, just basically holding your forearm so I can see the footprints <laughs> that you put there. Yeah. Having to lower you down quite considerably. <laughs> All right. I can make it so that the uh, door either flies open or slams shut. That at the very least provides some measure of distraction. Okay. That sounds like a good idea to me. And we can sneak up and we can try and open the uh, open the door. I too am proficient at lock picking. Not quite as good as my sister. 
I might be able to. I recall some from my childhood. While they are arguing... Not the first lock I've had to pick. Yes. Yeah. While they're arguing, I will tell you, because you seeing inside alerted you to, you to this, mm-hmm. that anybody that wants to get from the gate to the front door or there won't even have to make a stealth check. Excellent. They'll just... It, the stealth check will be to either get inside yep. without being seen, although mm-hmm. honestly, getting in through the warehouse doors will be impossible to stealth in because they're two of the kinku are looking at it directly and there's no I mean there's no cover they're like they, yeah. they'll still see the door open frankly so maybe we open the warehouse door as a distraction mm. as we're going in the front door they investigate the warehouse door we've already circled in on the other side it seems like the best way to do it but you know that after picking the lock on the front main door then the area inside is cloaked in shadow and you'd be yeah. able to sneak in pretty handily I have nothing that will really help until we decide to be loud that's all right. But Tom. when we want to be loud, I can be very loud. That's all right. Tomorrow willing, you won't need to be loud until we need you to be loud. I would get really very loud. <laughs> all right. Thunderwave can be heard for 300 feet. Yeah. Let's do and this. I would so, also like to point out we're in deep and zen territory. Two sneaky people and a small person. And <laughs> two less sneaky people creating a distraction. I'm pretty good as far as the stealth goes. So you're part of the sneak group or the distraction group? I can be part of the sneak group and distract from 30 feet. Great, which is the length of time from the... I was just thinking, as a part, we don't want to leave our druid by themselves. Yeah, no, 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 no. I go in with you guys. Okay, that works. Great. So who's doing what first? So we will start to... put ourselves into position. So we all just... I think we all just creep across to the front door. Okay, so... First things first. So we sneak across to the front. Or we don't. I mean, we're not sneaking at we the moment, but we move across to the front door. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the suggestion I had was we use like prestidigitation or something similar to cause that to open. Yeah. As we're coming in through this side. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to pick that lock first. Yes. All right. So locker, picker, frontu door. I can also do this if needs to be. How many times can you bless per day? Is that just unlimited? Uh, yeah. For stealth purposes, I can um, provide tricks as blessing all the long day. Okay. Oh, please. Well, then, right. shall we make a team effort to pick the door, then? Shall we try yeah. this together, sister? Well, yes. someone someone can assist, and someone else can make it. So somebody will right, assist. So it. someone is assisting Nadia, as long as you're trained in lock picking as well. Well, yes. Uh, what, who's higher? What I think we're both the same. We're Proficiency. The same yeah, right. We're twins. We're like... Oh, you can yeah. assist me, then. Well, uh, yeah. I'll assist you. Nadia, roll with the The ball the woman. Those are the kinky. That's the woman? Yeah. Kinky. Kinky. Yeah. Uh, that is a 19, June. Fantastic. Okay, okay. So, the door is unlocked handily. You slowly open the door. Now, I'm going to need a stealth check for anyone that wants to get into the dark area just just, just past the... Are we doing this as a group stealth? No, I think this is then where... Is this where we're splitting? well, so. what, to, to, to what purpose? Oh, no, we'd say together. Is, is, is my question. Like, if we're going to cause that no, door let's open... All, yeah, Mark's right. We all go through here, and then we and then I make this thing okay. uh, do a So, to get so everybody roll stealth, we just have to get yeah. more success. All right, so, yeah. first of all, uh, Trix's blessing on... Uh, Oblivious. On you. Oblivious. And then, um, Sam? Yep. Uh, guidance <laughs> on you. You can add a d4 to your stealth check before or after. What does the blessing give me? Uh, advantage. Advantage. Ooh. I have rolled a 26. I have rolled a 10. <laughs> I have rolled two sevens with advantage. Look, that's okay. You are wasting Sorry, my, my, so total total score. Score. my total score is 10, okay. which is actually quite bad. That's right. So, mine's a nine. So, just to double check. So, of the four of you, we have got a 26, mm-hmm. a 10, 10 carrying a the party 19. as usual, a 19, yes. and a nine. Great. So, 
with your group stealth check, because don't forget that's the way it works. As mm-hmm. long as uh, half or more of you succeed, then you all succeed, and you do. You yes. bypass the passive. You bypass the bas- passive perception of all four of the beings in there, yep. and you make your way really wherever you want to in that section. All right. This seems to be the black network. The black networks. The Zintarum's main business, mm. and you can see that there is crates and crates packed with weapons, rations, boots, black uniforms, and other gear. Uh, this is a recruiting and training place. Do they have, these um, will be useful. Smoke. What do they call it here? Smoke powder. Smoke powder is available in the criminal underworld in Waterdeep. That's for sure. They have rules for it in this uh, adventure. Do, good, do, do for, they have barrels of it in here? For good reason. You don't know. You haven't checked all the barrels. Yeah. Not going to explode anything so, just yet. <laughs> oh, the barrels red. So there are tables and chairs. <laughs> you know. So tables and chairs have been carelessly tossed all around the floor. There are corpses, as mentioned, of a dozen men and women, all, all lying along the walls. They've, you know, been stripped and searched and so forth. This, this skirmish has clearly taken taken place uh, some hours ago. On the north side of the area, of course, there are the stairs that go to the upper area. And meanwhile, the three Kenku and the Xanathar Guild Thug woman are still arguing. So right. what happens now? You're in. All right, so we need to get to the top floor so we can get access to the door that, um, here, there. Yep. Now. I'd like to put on one of these uniforms. Can I ask, actually, mm-hmm. uh, can any, can everybody there, please, uh, give me a, pass, uh, give me a perception check. Perception check? Yes. Perception. I have this. Right. 21. Ha ha, hardy, ha ha ha. Great. 16. There is a storage closet. There is a large oak wooden storage closet towards the back of the of the warehouse there mm-hmm. that you can hear heavy breathing and you notice as you come in through the door there that these the closet door itself is peeked open ever so slightly and you can see somebody uh, you can see the eye of someone looking out at you for a brief moment before closing the closet again. I grab you. Yes. Uh, uh, the, the priest, the only person who doesn't have dark vision. Yeah. Just to sort of stop, and I hold up my hand for everyone else to stop. Mm-hmm. And then I point at my eyes, and then I point at the cupboard, and I just sort of make an open, close gesture, and then just sort of to like get in the closet. You, you. <laughs> I'll tell you that you're far enough away from these arguing thugs who are yeah. arguing loudly and getting increasingly more agitated at each other that you can whisper in someone's ear without a problem. There's someone watching from inside the cupboard. Oh. They've seen us, I think. So don't get in the closet then. But that may be our missing individual. But they, I don't think, I mean, obviously they've seen us. Maybe they're hoping then to surprise well, us. One way or the other, we need to deal with them. Yes, so maybe surround the cupboard. Is anybody searching upstairs? I think we'll deal with the cupboard first. Okay. Mm. So you, well, well, no extra stealth check required. You have access to this area. If you want to go right up to the closet, you can. Right, so let's do that. Okay, you walk straight up to the closet and the closet door opens a little bit and you can see that there is a handsome red-headed man inside. Found uh, him. Very fi- fine features. Um, he's, it looks to be about early 30s. He looks a bit roughed up. He has uh, pale steel gray eyes and he has a, which is marred by the fact that his right eye is swollen and a huge right. shiner. Uh, he's got a little bit of blood on his person. And looks looks like he's been roughed up. What what's your name? Oh thank goodness. Shh. What's your name? <laughs> it's like yes. <laughs> so I want, um, him, I, I want him to identify himself. I don't yeah. want us to give him it, the, the game isn't given away, but that was too loud, and one of the Kenku starts to wander over. Alright, at which point I'll Sorry, I'm, I'm whispering and I realise it might not be picked up on the microphone. <laughs> Alright, at which point Can I'll... you do something to distract him? 
Yeah. Can I even trust? No. Um, I am going to then uh, use uh, Thaumaturgy on the warehouse door as it's unlocked. I am causing it to fly open. On the warehouse door? Oh, yes. wow. Fantastic. Because that's the other way to us. Yeah. Uh, I get, before that happens, I guess, he says, My name is Reyna. Reyna Neverember. Mm-hmm. I will show him the. Is that the person we're looking for? No, that's no, not, the, not that's the, the friend. See, this is yeah. my point. Like, if we'd suggested, then we yeah. say, then he might have been like, yes, get me out of here. Where is, um, what's the other person's name? Falun Nonsense yeah. Gobble. Where is Falun? He was taken. He was taken by the others. Oh, but at that point, of course, the door <laughs> flies open. Is that correct? Yes. So, Stay here. Yeah. so, boom, they all turn and look, basically, and just like, what's that? Like, I mean, yeah, like, they, they wouldn't. They don't think to attack, so they can't. Like, there's no initiative yeah. yet. They just. But they, they're they going think, to go there to investigate. Things, things are moving, so that they, they definitely all, all four of them. They all, uh, except for the one that's wandering around that way. That one has sort of stopped. At least. This one it is isolated. So there's one coming towards us. One of the Kenku got almost to the corner before that happened. Okay. And then turns around and draws its short sword. Can Kenku impersonate each other? Only if they make sounds, the other one is heard. So yeah, they can. They, they can so once one person has learned, once one Kenku has learned something, then all the Kenku can then impersonate that Kenku. It's interesting because right. you get 15, twelve versions of the same. What's that? Like yeah. the exact same. Yeah, the, the metal gets like off. Like playing, a video, off. Yeah. <laughs> like playing so, a video game where like uh, each class of NPC has the same voice. Yeah. Female Xanathar thug draws out a spiked steel mace and starts to make her way towards the door in front. The two other Kenku back off, both pull out crossbows and, and sort of flank her as they make their way carefully and st- and sneakily towards the front door. She says, who's that? All right, so it sounds like we need to take this thing yeah, this one out game first. On then. Can I grapple it and somehow cover its mouth? I mean, you could clamp it. I mean, it'd be easy to clamp it than a regular person. They're in the clamps! Actually, there might be something here. They speak with their throat, don't they? Uh, yeah, but there might be something here that could work. Two sneak uh, attacks, for example. If you can, all right. If you, well, that works too. All right. Let's see how you guys go first in taking him down. I've got a backup if needs to be. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Right. Well, like I can grapple and you can sneak attack for a coup de grace. Yeah, yeah. Right. In fact, so can Jez. We both have that ability yeah. to sort of strike silently. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. So look, you, you both attack. So, so ro- roll initiative. It's, it's definitely a surprise though. There's no worries. Do we have about advantage. That. You do. Yeah. yeah. You do. Yeah. Or us as a group. So all of you... You're attacking will, from stealth. Uh, so, yeah, you're attacking from stealth. Well, that is definitely a hit, if not a crit. So, yeah. Nadia? No, you're all initiative, though. Initiative. Uh, Next initiative? Get the spring on him. I, I thought we get to decide our own... No, uh, no. no it's, it's initiative we go through Well, there. that's 18 again, so 21. Great. So Nick is 21. Ben? Uh, sorry. Nadia? Uh, 14. 4. Uh, Mark? 15. And Sam? 7. Okay. Nick, you are first. This Ken so, is utterly surprised. So frying from here, so they can't see me, so it's coming in Sidwise. Mm-hmm. I'll just fire at him, and I rolled an 18 to hit, so I'll just roll damage. Yep, that hits. Um, and that is six damage plus three is uh, nine. Nine for him. So nine damage. Okay, so your crossbow belt shoots out across the warehouse and strikes him full in the shoulder. Uh, it doesn't take him down, uh, so it, it will likely be able to cry out. So in its turn, in its turn, yeah. But who's going to go now? Oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Pardon, yeah. Mark, Mark. Yeah, I'm going to grab it, and then you guys can shank it. Uh, so I'll do a grapple check, probably, just to stop it from crying out. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So give me an athletics check, please. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, so you reach out, you clamp its beak shut, mm. and you succeed. So you've grappled it, yeah. and you have its mouth closed, so it can't make any sound for the time being. Just ben. need a rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you go on? Crocodiles. Four. Four, alligators. so you're a ways. <laughs> um, I'm holding action, and the trigger for this action is going to be if he's able to escape to make a noise. 
Got you. So to attack, yeah. basically, if he uh, gets out of Mark's grasp. Very specifically, not attacking at this point. Oh, okay. No, idea. no that's fine. If Sounds good. All right. He's, he's going to uh, perform an action. I have no problem. Normally, you need to specify what the action is, but I don't, I don't All mind. Right. In which case, the action. I, I don't mind in this case. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. Spell I like this. this. I like the surprise. So, it is actually now going to be their turn. They they don't take any turn except for looking outside, and looking around. So they'll do an active perception check. Actually, so they're going to try again yeah. to beat your original stealth result. If that makes yeah. sense. Okay. So she'll just roll for everyone. No, she can barely see herself in the mirror. So. That's pretty dark. That doesn't work. The Kenku, however, is going to struggle and basically just try to get to the point where it can kick over a barrel, make a noise. Yeah. So, Mark, make another opposed grapple check, please, using athletics or acrobatics. That's not going to do it. That's a three. That's a five. Wow. Okay. So that means that triggered action. Triggered action as it pulls yeah. your arm away from clamping over its beak. Oh, yeah. Charm person. Great. And that is so, a, so, uh, so that's going to be a uh, wisdom saving throw mm-hmm. against my. DC, which is 12. That could not have failed more of a tried. Sweet. Oh, wow. So it, it is utterly charmed. So right. it just sort so of stops. And you, I assume as part of that, you sort of hold up a hand. As if it's I like, hold up a hand and also or, speak, hey, 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 calm down. Okay. Quiet, go. <laughs> so, so that happens. Um, when, 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 when that occurs, mm-hmm. uh, she, who is still on the warehouse door, turns around, just sort of turns around and says, what's going on over there? The, ken- the Kenku replies, shut up, mind your own business. All right. Oh, that could work. All right. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. No need to raise the alarm here. He nods. Good. All right. No, nobody else hurt him. He's good like this for an hour. Ask, ask, him, ask him where the target is. Yeah. Ask him where Hey, 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 hey. Uh, have you seen a guy in here? He, he shrug- So, actually, yeah. it is very obvious that the Kenku does not know that that gentleman is in the closet. So, he yeah. just, just sort of shrugs. That's fine. And I give the description of uh, he, he Flume. Took, t- took him away. Took him away. Yeah. He took yeah. Do you know where... Sorry, this is perfect because these three idiots are actually going to go outside now. Yes. So, they're, 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 that was the plan. they have made their way outside into the courtyard. Yeah. And they're actually, one remains here, mm-hmm. just outside the, the original fence. Yep. But the other two are going to start actually looking up and down the alleyway. Sweet. All right. So you, you, you can even talk quietly here. All right. So, yeah, we're looking for a guy. And I'll give a description for uh, Floon. Um, yeah, because well, it kind of looks like the other one. But it's uh, yeah. the... Uh, Incidentally, Reno Neverember. Now, you know that Neverember is the surname or the house yeah. of the person that used mm-hmm. to own used yeah, to the, the open Never yeah. yeah he's now in Neverwinter indeed the lord of Neverwinter now so he comes out of the, of the closet and the Kenku like points at him and says the, the other one the other sort of, one sort of sh- points oh. at him and he sort of shakes his head as oh like what are you doing here? you cheeky rascal <laughs> The, uh, the other one. The other one. Where's the other one? So, in that case, uh, he... Uh, the, so, so the Kenku just sort of says... Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, well, he, he basically sort of points down and in a, in a direction to the side. And uh, when it does so, it says... Uh, What's going on, chaps? Xanathar sends his regards. Tie up the pretty boy in the back room. Follow the yellow signs in the sewers. No time to loot the place. Just get him to the boss. Great. Um... You lose some of them bird freaks to watch it. Your friend. You stay too. And then you actually hear the last, like the, the first, like the, it links up to that other yeah. part. It's like, it's like, you stay here, make yourself useful for once. You know, the, the previous phrase. Yeah. I say, okay, great. Uh, good. Your friends have gone out the front chasing somewhat. Well, <laughs> what are you doing? Get it away. We need to go. Renal Neverman says, I can explain what has happened. 
But we need to get out of here or deal, yes. with, the, or deal with these folk. Let's just go. Do we leave? He says, wait, I, I must... They will try and find us. He says, I must try to retrieve something, though. And, he, oh. and without listening to anything, he goes to walk up the stairs. Fuck. Well, I mean, at least that's getting further away from them. Yeah, that's true. So he rushes up the stairs. But we need to go down. We'll follow. You right. hear him moving things around. You guys around. stay here with Kenku, buddy. We'll follow him upstairs. All right, sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. So he looks around and, say, and, and starts to like, move around and says, Ah. Oh, Thank all the gods. As he kneels down and picks up what looks to be an ivory locket. And it looks like, very particularly for those that are familiar with such things, it looks to be a locket of mourning. The sort of thing you, you use to commemorate a dead loved one. So he takes it and just sort of looks looks at it and then, and then looks in real curiosity at the back of it. Mm-hmm. Like, look, like looks thoroughly puzzled. And he, put, and he shows it to you. He holds it up for you to see. And in the back of the locket, you can see there's a little secret compartment that opens up. And from the look on his face, he had no he idea it was there. That. It was found and obviously whatever was inside it was removed and then discarded on the ground. I'm sure this is fascinating and has terrible meaning and import to you. But right now we need to get out of here. I could not agree more. That's it, would you? And I don't mean to sound condescending, but that was my initial request. Well... On, on you go then. On your way. <laughs> He's, so with that he scampered. Quick search of the room. Uh, absolutely you can. Yes. Investigation. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be. But I mean, I found, <laughs> just rolling terribly now. I'm just going to use it. I'm just going to use my inspiration to re-roll. I'm sick mm-hmm. of all these silly uh, crashed out. Oh, that's mildly better. There are four large. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So for, so with a roll, you get extra then. So there are four large, expensive paintings that are stashed into one of the crates. One is of Luskin, Neverwinter, Silvery Moon, and Baldur's Gate. Each one could be sold for about 120 gold each. All right, look to Jez. I mean, they're, they're large. We're both kleptos. We're just kleptos for different things. Can I, so do you say painting? Okay. Like, like large oil paintings All in right, the city. if you give me two seconds, what I can do is take them away from their frames and roll them up. Let's do it. Yeah, we cut them out of the frames. The investigators outside start to make their way back into the yeah. building. Do I have right. time to do one? If I can, you can cut them. Just cut them out, out of their frames. frames. You can cut them out of their frames if you like. And we'll roll them up into one shoe. Or just as many as I can get when within reasonable time. Mm-hmm. Slide of hand. Yeah, actually, you, you certainly can. Give me, give me, give me a slide of hand, joke. I'm yeah. assisting. Just I'm, I'm okay. assisting. Thank God, I rolled another two. <laughs> Alright, we get two. You try Seven. to cut one out no. of frame and you slash it in half, ruining, uh, effectively ruining it. Shit. <laughs> this is I why think you they need call to this modern yeah. art. <laughs> <laughs> So Reynard looks to you, all of you, and says, just, the wrong and one just shrugs. And so, you two are still we know, there. We know each other, right? Uh, We've had previous experience? Roughly. I don't think we know each other very well. That's fair enough. All right. In that case, I won't uh, worry about explaining further. Yeah, we're oh, up to you. Oh, we're upstairs. Oh, we're, we're, we're upstairs butchering art no. anyway. So <laughs> if, you, if you know something about what I can do, mm. one of those things that I can do is mend. Oh, no, we did. Did we have this conversation earlier? Yes, we did. So I mm. think I, I do know that then. That's great. Because that was mentioned yeah. so earlier you, in the game. You can carry the paintings downstairs, but they're about five feet across. No, this is why we're, we're cutting them out of the frames. I know, but in a pinch, what I'm saying is if it's too much time to yeah. cut them out, then mm. you can just, you know, pick them up and carry them if you like. <laughs> no, it's too bulky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just cut one out of the frame and roll it up, and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe it'll be a statement piece for someone. <laughs> yeah, someone who hates that god, and then we've got a big cut through their face. Perfect. You know there'll be a mark for that. Some goblin or something. <laughs> Whilst searching up here next to the paintings, you also see that there is another crate, which is clearly stolen from the caravan on the high road, uh, contains at least... Uh, it contains 15 10 pound silver trade bars. And each of those are worth 50 gold pieces each. All right, we'll try and lug that between us as well. Okay, so you, lu- so you lug all these ill gotten gains yeah. downstairs. Uh, meanwhile, we are a pair of thieves at heart. Of course you are. So the two Kenku and the Xanathar <laughs> Felder. Quick, quick, 
slowly now make their way back into the warehouse, and they are going to be... So here's the thing. As they're going to be making themselves back in, uh, Reynard's going to need to make a stealth check to not be seen. And uh, I will tell you that his stealth is suboptimal. Can I assist him in any way? Yeah, you can try to, like, I guess, just make sure he stands in shadow. To be fair, he's run ahead of us. He ran straight down the stairs. Alright, fair. And we are now lugging a chest down, as is our want, so... We've got a whole thing to do. Like, we don't have... <sighs> well, Kenny's have to go back in time. And it's called this. multitasking. So, it's called... As the Xenophilic comes back in, she spots Rainar straight For away. For fuck's sake. She says, like, Oi! Who are you? Come here! Hands up! He puts his hands up. Who the... Oh, sorry, I took you for the other bloke. Well, come here anyway. Who are you? Mm-hmm. So he comes forward, basically, and, and uh, he says, uh, I am Rainar Neverember, oh. estranged son of Lord Neverember. Well, he's just got himself kidnapped then. So she says, yeah, all right, mate. All right, if you want to tell us who you are, we'll get you talking soon enough. Ooh. And so she, it's like, she clicks her fingers and the two Kenku just like go, like basically just like mimic the sound of her clicking fingers as if to mock her, like constantly. Look, please just grab him. I'm coming willingly. He, he, he looks to you with, with a desperate plea in his eyes. What do we do? Well, we've got to try to help him. Well, that does seem to be the way of it, yes. Uh, you guys are in the better position to be able to do something, given where you guys are located. Actually, whereabouts? Can we... They're all, like, all in here now, aren't we? Is that... Correct. Yeah. He has come Can down we get some the ideas as positions as to where people are? He's come down the stairs. Yeah. And is now walking, no, so that he's halfway across the main warehouse floor. He's holding his hands up in a peaceful uh, gesture of surrender as he wanders. And of course, the Xanathar thug is looking with suspicion at the Kenku who's just sort of hanging out in the shadows there. You yeah. could say duck to him and throw the chest. She says, you, <laughs> grab him. You're closer, grab him. The, the Kenku looks to you, Ben, as if yeah, it's of course. As no, as I saying, understand what, that. What, what do? Get out of here, buddy. Run. Run far. Ah. He nods and runs. <laughs> <laughs> he just runs away. He just, he absolutely cheeses. Ah. He just, he, yeah, exactly. He just Does runs. Does he just mimic the... <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he sprints out the front door, goes out, out into the street. She looks to him and then looks back at the other two and, and looks like nervous and tense. And like, hand goes to her mate take, as if to say, like, what's opportunity, someone? What is happening here? Are you are you turning on me? What is going on? So uh, I kind of want to see how this plays out now. Like, if she doesn't know we're here. Yeah. Problem is, she knows he's there. In order to extract him, we're really going to have to yeah. bonk them on the head a bit. So, so. Because <laughs> we could just leave. So she you. says, you grab him. She says, like, going to almost grab the beak of one of the Kenku and say, grab him and tie him up. And the Kenku replies once again with that same sound bite of, uh, make yourself useful for once. (laughs) Grab him. Make yourself useful for once. Playable race, Tom. Be careful. I know. (laughs) You are. You are winning the over. (laughs) Not not in the player's guide. (laughs) So, what happens? It follows. Let's, uh... I would suggest, you know, out of game that we, we attack them. I think we have to because I'd be happy for sneaking away, but they're not going to let us sneak away with him. No, so, yeah. yeah. I think we attack. Do we so, just... we, we get a. Um, Surpri- I mean, effectively, round? you get. Okay, so technically, it's not surprise round. No. It, it, it effectively is the same thing. Yeah. Because if you all jump forward and go to attack now. That would be a stealth attack. They will for be. Us, yeah. Unless they have an ability, which means they can't be surprised in combat, which is rare as hell for mm. monsters and NPCs to have, but it is possible. Every you... player character, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. I love that feat. It's good that it works one way, but not the other. So, roll initiative, please. This is going to work out well for you. Your they, Their initiative is three. Well, mine is. <laughs> Which means that you get the surprise. Re- effectively, you get the, the first round. And then, yeah. So what is everyone's initiative, Nick? Five. Ben? Fourteen. 
Uh, Mark? 22. Okay. And Nadia? 19. And Sam? 12. So, Mark, you're, you're up first. Uh, As you all surge out of the shadows, the Kenku and the Xanathar thug woman just turn to look at you with surprise and anger. Alright, so I'm going to come over here. Uh, I'm going to come around the corner, get as close as I can. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'm within range. Is there going to be Thunderwave? I mean, I could. 15 foot cube. Goes. My only concern is that we're deep in Zen territory at this point. Yeah, I don't want to use Thunderwave. It, uh, it might miss... Well, it might hit What's-Her-Face, and it's not going to hit everyone. So I'm just going to Thorn Whip. This nice. looks like an important Zentarum warehouse. If the Xanathar Guild came in and temporarily won this skirmish and took them over, it likely won't be long until more Zents come as a backup. So Yeah, raising, raising the alarm, not the greatest idea. Indeed. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, Thorn Whip the What's-Her-Face mm-hmm. leader. Perfect. Uh, yeah, do some damage and pull her towards and pull her ten feet towards me. That's so cool. Let's do it. So uh, describe this. So like a, a magical. So basically, these, I have these very like intricate tattoos okay. on my um, wrists. That's awesome. And there's just like this weaving viney pattern in between like these other shapes and symbols and stuff like that. And that sort of seems to like just become a, like it doesn't like grow glow brightly. Okay. But it just becomes a bit more visible in the dark. And this vine basically emerges from my hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a very traditional, like, almost like rosy kind of vine. So it's like literally a thorned vine. That's really cool. Just goes like, yeah. So I send it out. It wraps her, itself around uh, her leg mm-hmm. and I yank it back. Fantastic. And she well, comes, let's, let's see. Hopefully, and she comes 10 feet toward me. Mm. Okay. Ah, uh, that's not going to do it. That's so not going to do it. Armor class 13? Yeah, that's a, f- mm. that's a nine. Okay. So the You whip- do have um, inspiration at this point. You do? Yeah, I might redo that just yeah. because I need to... That's a one. <laughs> now I'm going to take the nine and fail. Okay, so the whip lashes out, but it fails to find purchase. She ducks out, out of the way, uh, scurrying. I don't think it does Surpri- anything on a miss. So- no. Surprised, surprised though she is, she just barely manages to sort of skip out of the way. Then it's going to be Nadia's turn. Okay, so set down the chest. Okay. And take out my crossbow. So, um, so that's like ten to in total. To hit? Yeah. No, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so, that's what I thought. So your crossbow bolt whistles across the warehouse floor and thuds into the wall just behind the head of the Xanathar thug. Mm. Then it's going to be... Actually, then it's going to be uh, Benson. Alright, let's see. Likewise, I'm going to um, move so that I can on two to there. Assuming that uh, Kenku is in range, I'm going to make an attack. Fantastic. That'll be with my light crossbow. That's going to hit for 11 points of damage. Sorry, uh, let me try that again. Uh, Six, three, nine points of damage. Fantastic. So your crossbow bolt thuds deeply into its upper shoulder. Yep. It screeches out. But what it sounds like is it sounds like a dog being. Oh, wow. Like there's the yowl of a... Oh, that's awful. So it yells out in pain. As you as it whips around, basically, I'd be more worried about where it got that noise from. Yes, so it it whips around. It's not dead, but it is severely, severely wounded. That is then going. I am to then moving back out of line of sight. Sam's turn. Okay, who can I see? You can probably see all of them if you come yeah, around. You can, if you okay. come around, the come around the corner, you can see everyone. Okie doke. I am going to. And you can take yeah. cover on the corner too. Oh, cool! I'll take cover on the side. corner. Yeah. Um, and me. I will That's cast firebolt. Firebolt, perfect. Uh, now on the wounded Kenku, on the unwounded Kenku, or on the Xanathar thug. Xanathar thug. Do it. Yeah. All right. She needs to get hit. Yeah. Because she's another. She uh, was talking shit. She needs to get hit. 
If it helps you, Sam, I think you still have another um, level one spell slot. I do. I just don't want to use it yet. That's fine. (laughs) Firebolt it is. All right. Uh, It is a... Burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. Um, It is a 22 to hit. Easily hits. Okay, holy shit. Uh, 10 points of damage. Wow. So your fireball streaks across the warehouse floor, hits her full in the face. There is a putrid stench of burning flesh and she falls to the ground dead. Her eyeballs now are smoking sockets. Gross. <laughs> You're a murderer. That was a bit extreme. You okay with that, no? Rena is going to spend a turn running to the side where the corpses are and he draws forth a dagger and rapier. And gets into actually a very a very reasonable fencing stance. Oh, that, holy shit! But that's all he can, actually. No, no, he can he can move. Yeah. He can whip up, pick pick up uh, dagger and rapier, and yeah. then run back to one of the kenku. And, and it looks like he's gonna have like, it. So he goes towards the nearest kenku. Correct. Presumably the wounded one. Presumably. Yes. Correct. Can I ask a really quick question? This is the setting in which uh, gnomes, when they you know have excitement or do the things that they want to be doing in life, their hair gets more brighter. No, that's Pathfinder. Oh, sad. Because oh. I was like, what's really disturbing is we like we just hear this information, or we we just we don't get told this information or anything at all. But like every single time, Sand kills someone. Her hair gets more vibrant. And like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. All right, so that so that's his turn. Uh, that is Nick. I will shoot at the unwounded Kenku. Sounds good. I will almost certainly hit the unco- with an unnatural twenty. That's a, that's a hit. Roll damage with sneak attack damage. Will be this plus three. It is seven. So seven on the unwounded Kenku. Yes. So your crossbow bolt sticks deeply into his thigh Ooh. and he uh, and as he yells out a bellow that honestly sounds like the sound of like ding like a blacksmith uh, working oh, well, on an animal like ding ding crunch ah <laughs> so oh. all these yells of pain I love Kenku so much uh, back around you, you all get to act again because yeah, their, their initiative was three so uh, back up to the top so Mark alright well I'm just going to run up to the uh, the first wounded Kenko. correct <laughs> there, there are now two wounded Kenku and I'm going to hit it with my simmer cutter. It's actually more effective. Well, it's not the most effective thing I can do. Can you do. get two birds with one stone? Uh... <sighs> but yeah, so I draw my scimitar on my shield. Okay. And I'm just going to run up to it and just be like, stuff this. Do it. Oh, for fucking out loud. Ten? For fucking out loud. I've never heard hit. that before. <laughs> It does not hit. I'm so sorry. So you surge forward. And the, the, the Kenku is not a complete slouch. It just dodges to the side. Bang, I failed at every combat action I take. It dodges to the side. <laughs> it dodges to the side and knock, and parries your blow with its short sword. That is then going to... That is then going to be uh, Nadia's turn. I hate level one. You've just got All no right. recourse. So try to shoot again, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a crossbow. Hopefully hit this time. She steadies her arm. She exhales slowly. 17. So, your crossbow bolt flies across, hits this thing right between the eyes, and it yes. falls to the ground stone cold dead. When that happens, though, the other Kenku looks really, really startled, and that is going to be Ben's turn. Mm, okay. I just work you, man. Yeah. But at this point, no real bones about it, so I'm going to move into... So you come out from around the corner? Yeah, and I will take a shot at the last remaining Kenku. That isn't running away? Yes. Befriended? Yes. Happily running away. Uh, Honestly, you probably did it a favour. See, I thought that's just my friends that did that. Yeah, Uh, 15. 
That'll hit. Excellent. And in fact, if you, if you hit... Oh, do you have a, a damage modifier that you add to it? Plus three. Then, in, in which case, uh, you hit it, and it falls to the ground dead. Excellent. Was that wait, with the crossbow ball? Yes. Yeah, so your crossbow ball hits it right in the throat, and it falls down to the ground gurgling, and is mm. dead. Greenard just stops mid-swing with his rapier, and says... I was going to assist. <laughs> no, you look, you look, you, look, you, did, you, you did good. You did, yeah. 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 I mean, you were a prisoner. Like, it's mm-hmm. amazing that you actually stuck yeah. around. What matters, thought, what matters is that you tried. Yeah, I thought you were going to run away. He nods and says, do we have anything to fear from the other one that has fled? Oh, I wouldn't worry about him. He's good for about another hour. And then I imagine at some point he'll come back and be very surprised. And probably be very glad that it ran away. Yeah, you'll have to use all the swear words that is ever learned. <laughs> uh, sewers? Sewers, I guess. Sewer entrance? Are you two really going to take that chest down into the sewers? Yes. Oh. He, he says, they have taken Floon. Uh, yeah. We were out carousing. I, I think when they uh, grabbed both of us and, and took us in, uh, the Xanathar came in and destroyed the Xantarum. Uh, and then looking, looking at, at, at the two of us, I believe that they... Did they think he was you? Indeed. We have a, uh, a passing appearance. We've heard. Is it, look, it's as simple as this. I, I was uh, concerned that he was too intoxicated to find his way home by himself. And so I offered to escort him. We were attacked by five Zentarum thugs on Fillet Lane. And, uh, well, frankly, I, uh, I really do suspect, as you say, they mistook him for me. They took me as well, hopefully thinking that I could offer some sort of a ransom. But uh, the fact is, they think that my father, the former lord of the city, embezzled a very large amount of gold while he was open board. Did he? The rumours are that, yes, this is correct. I would. Uh, he knew, he was no fool, my father, he knew that uh, there was a risk that whilst he was away in, in Neverwinter rebuilding it, that his uh, detractors would seek to oust him. And of course, this is exactly what happened. The rumour states that he had um, embezzled over half a million dragons Ooh. and had secured it in a secret vault somewhere in the city. There are many groups looking for it. This has commenced what some in the high-ranking profile of uh, secret organisations in the city call a great game of Waterdeep. Mm. This is the current great game. Trying to find this vault, they have dubbed... Never Ember's Enigma. Anyway, they thought I knew anything about it, which I do not. I have not spoken to my father in years. For some reason, they became exceedingly excited when they saw my locket, and they brought in someone to do some sort of magics on me. Then they grabbed my locket, and they took it upstairs, and I don't know what it is they were doing, but clearly there was a secret compartment in it that... Possibly a clue left by your father about his erstwhile treasure. Well, it was given to me. This is a locket commemorating our dearly, my, my dearly departed mother, his wife. And yes, it was given to me by my father, but mm. I, it never registered as magical. Oh, reach out like... like I'm not being like snatching up his hands. I'll just reach out to sort of take the he, clue. He cautiously gives yeah. it to you. And I'll just... I will open the clue... The What is it? Like a little piece of paper, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. It's, it's there a is, secret compartment. There's a secret compartment on the back. I will open is, it up. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what was in there. No. Uh, but it, 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 it's pretty small that, I mean, frankly, to use gaming terms, it would have to be something as small as a D20. Could, could, could anybody do some, I don't know, magic on it to get any kind of idea looking at you, small one? You can do detect magic as a ritual, I believe. I do have artifices law. Oh, great. What's that? So whenever I make an intelligence history check related to magic items, alchemical yeah. objects, or technological devices, I can add twice my proficiency bonus. Wow. Wow, okay. that's really good. Yes. Mm. 
The other thing is that I can also cast Detect Magic for... If it's a ritual, that means that we don't necessarily have to wait until my spell slot comes back. And I think perhaps we should get out of here for now anyway. I don't disagree, but sure. it depends how much time we want to spend here. Because it does take ten, ten minutes to do it as a ritual. Yeah, so that's great, leave that it's for, a portable yeah. object, so... Okay, so... We get story hook. Yes, so, so <laughs> he says, I agree, I feel we should take our leave quickly and we can discuss things further in safety. So, with that, you all get together and you leave. Uh, is there anything that you want to... I mean, I have to, I have to mention it, particularly because you're low level and common items can be sold for oh, yes. not insignificant amounts of money. There's Essentially, there are some goods here. If you do want to cart large numbers of things, now that, you're not, now that you are free from the initial threat here, do you want to carry, like, the large intact paintings and the bars and maybe a, a, a barrel of semi-expensive goods that you might be able to sell? Well, obviously, I think... We do. We, we will, but, like, <laughs> can we... Whether or not our friends would also like to carry the things for us that... I mean, we can share generation. in the profits. All you've got to do is oh, just carry it. Well, one assumes that we were sharing in the profits anyway. Well... Oh, well, so, yeah, <laughs> of course. Of, of course. Yes, certainly. Look, I'm just going to say we might have our priorities wrong. There is a barrel of expensive goods. I can have goods. multiple priorities. Yeah. There we have a, to follow... They took him to the sewers. He might be... About to get killed. Is there a way that we can kind of stash them somewhere? Well, we surely we can just once we get out on the streets send a runner to go get our to go get like. There's no one on the streets right now. Oh, yeah. It would take, take you minutes to find someone. Frankly, right. Do you know where well, the sewer entrance is. He says, um, "I'm. I saw. I, I saw vaguely that they were taking him to the sewer entrance. From what I understand, from what they were saying, there are markings." Uh, mm-hmm. that yellow signs or markings that you can follow in the sewers underneath this neighbourhood which will take you to this um, lair that they spoke of. All there right. was some confusion between the Kenku and uh, the, the, the other man time. who was here. Alright, Nadia. Mm-hmm. You have criminal background, right? Well, that's rude, but yes. Yeah. Um, you have a criminal contact who acts as your liaison to other uh, to a network of other criminals. Mm-hmm. You know how to get messages to and from this contact even over great distances. Oh, so like as like even a spell type thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, you have ways of being able to make that happen. But I mentioned it insofar as uh, if we need a place that we can stash our our ill-gotten goods. Yeah. We have someone here who is, as written, loyal. Mm. Cool. All right. That's what I was saying with criminal context. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So a couple of you pick up a barrel. Actually, who who has a really decent strength scroll? Not me. Because there's a barrel of pickled fruits that you could actually sell for about 200 gold. Like they're they're, they're really fine exotic fruits that have essentially been pickled into these treats. So. And then, of course, you have the paintings and the silver bars. Now, that is going to require at least one person that's got a reasonable strength score to lift the barrel. No, I've got a 14. That's, that's probably the strongest that we've got here. 13 is what I've got. Well, that's that, that's sufficient. Between the two of you... And, and I, we've got the yeah. chest and the paintings. You're, you're going to you're gonna have to carry the top part, not going to have to carry the bottom part. <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the height disparity. Oh, yeah. So just, just like, oh, my God, fine, we'll take the thing. <laughs> so carting these rolled-up paintings, this uh, chest full of silver bars and a barrel full of pickled fruit, you make your way with a very confused looking lord out of the Zentarum hideout leaving the scene of carnage behind you more bodies added to the toll as you make your way into the dark streets that are shrouded with fog and that is where we'll leave it for today yeah. Woo, excellent thank you profits <laughs> thanks for listening to Shared Sagas all music on the show is used under Creative Commons check the episode notes for full details